Hello, and welcome to The Context. My name is Scott Pruitt, and I'm an anchor with News China. With our podcast, we aim to provide insight into the current trends of modern China, allowing you to clearly see what's happening today through a historical lens. Today, we'll delve into the poignant visit to China by World War II veterans and relatives of the renowned Flying Tigers. This gathering serves as a heartfelt commemoration of their historical achievements, prompting reflection on the future trajectory of China-U.S. relations. From the end of October to early November 2023, families and veterans of the Flying Tigers, former U.S. pilots who helped China fight against Japanese aggression during World War II, crossed the Pacific Ocean again to celebrate and consolidate the bonds they built with Chinese people with their lives and blood 80 years ago. For the 80th anniversary of the U.S. 14th Air Force's support for China's war of resistance against Japanese aggression, which lasted from 1931 to 1945, 103-year-old Harry Moyer and 98-year-old Melvin McMullen, known as the Flying Tigers, along with over 30 descendants of the Flying Tigers and members of Sino-American Aviation Heritage Foundation, arrived in China on October 29th, laying the foundation for the future through the lens of history. On November 3rd, Kunming Foreign Language School also, the China-U.S. Hump Route Commemorative School staged a special performance, the musical Green Dyke Long Rainbow, telling the story of the American Flying Tigers during World War II. After the show, Harry Moyer, supported by others, slowly ascended the stage. He, along with Nell Calloway, Claire L. Chenault's granddaughter, and Jeffrey Green, president of the Sino-American Aviation Heritage Foundation, received a Chinese calligraphic work from the school as a gift for the spirit of the Flying Tigers to be passed down through the generations. Then the melody of Auld Lang Syne began, and the Chinese and American audience present sang the same song in different languages together. On July 7, 1937, Japan initiated a full-blown invasion into China, causing the fall of pivotal political, industrial, and commercial hubs including Beijing, Tianjin, Shanghai, and Nanjing in Jiangsu province in just a few months. Connections to the outside world were severed in the northeast and southeast of China. After the opening of the 1,150-kilometer-long Burma Road in 1938 between Lasio, Burma, and Kunming in Yunnan province, China, the Japanese started bombing Kunming and areas along the road, attempting to sever China's last vital land link to the outside world. In 1941, retired American Lieutenant General Captain Claire Chenault led a group of young Americans to form the American Volunteer Group, AVG, and traveled to Kunming to assist the struggling Chinese Air Force. According to the Kunming Flying Tigers Memorial Museum, 
The volunteer group had 100 P-40 fighter planes, 250 members including 110 pilots, as well as ground crew members, mechanics, and others. After the Japanese surprise attack on Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941, the U.S. government decided to integrate the American Volunteer Group into the regular forces, and on July 4, 1941, the group was disbanded. After this, a few of its members joined Claire Chenault in a regular army unit called the China Air Task Force, CATF. On March 19, 1943, the CATF was also disbanded and absorbed into the newly established 14th Air Force of the U.S., with Chenault as a major general. Due to the shark drawings on the heads of the aircraft flown by the Air Force aiding China, whose open mouths and sharp teeth resembled tigers when viewed from the ground, the term flying tigers became an unofficial colloquialism that has endured to this day. From 1941 to 1945, the Flying Tigers, including the American Volunteer Group, China-based Air Force Special Task Force, and the U.S. Army 14th Air Force, shot down or destroyed more than 2,600 Japanese aircraft. They bombed and sank 2.23 million tons of Japanese merchant ships and 44 warships, eliminated 66,700 Japanese soldiers, destroyed 573 bridges, and provided escort protection in the world's most treacherous region of the southern foothills of the Himalayas for the Hump Route, so named because the aerial route from India to China flew over camel-like humps formed by the Himalayan mountain range. The aircraft transported strategic supplies such as weapons and gasoline from India to China after the fall of Burma in May 1942. The Flying Tigers suffered a total loss of 568 aircraft and more than 2,000 members. Harry Moyer was a P-40 fighter pilot who joined the U.S. 14th Air Force in February 1944. Moyer reminisced that in January 1944 he chose to go to China to assist the Chinese people who were enduring hardships. He was deeply moved by the warmth and simplicity of the Chinese people. He still recalls the scene when local people bid farewell to the Flying Tigers who were leaving China. Melvin McMullen, who was stationed in Kunming at the time, recalled hearing many stories of plane crashes. If Flying Tiger pilots were forced to parachute to safety, brave Chinese villagers would rescue and conceal them. At night, they transported them from one village to another until the pilot could return to his squadron. The villagers knew that if the Japanese discovered them helping Americans, they would face cruel torture. So I really admired them. They were very brave people that helped us, he said. In late August 2023, Moyer, McMullen, and chairman of the Sino-American Aviation Heritage Foundation, Jeffrey Green, wrote a letter to Chinese President Xi Jinping. They introduced in the letter the efforts of the Foundation and Flying Tigers veterans in helping to promote friendly China-U.S. exchanges and expressed their willingness to inherit and carry forward the precious spirit of China-U.S. cooperation, according to China's state media, Xinhua News Agency. The foundation launched in 1998 aims to promote friendship and understanding between China and the U.S. through celebrating the shared history of aviation cooperation of the two countries. On September 12th, Xi replied to the letter, In the past, our two peoples fought the Japanese fascists together and forged a deep friendship that withstood the test of blood and fire, Xi said. Xinhua reported, 
In the future, the two major countries shoulder even more important responsibility for world peace, stability, and development. Melvin McMullen was extremely excited upon receiving the reply, stating, When I received this letter, I was surprised, I was pleased, and I was honored to be actually named personally by the President of China. I'm going to treasure that and pass it on to future generations. A month later, Moyer and 98-year-old McMullen, along with more than 30 descendants of the Flying Tigers and some members of the Foundation, arrived in China and visited Beijing, Chongqing, Kunming, Liuzhou in Guangxizhuang Autonomous Region, and other places where the Flying Tigers fought against Japanese forces in the sky. On October 30th, Moyer received good wishes for his 103rd birthday at the Museum of the War of the Chinese People's Resistance Against Japanese Aggression in Beijing from representatives who attended the ceremony to mark the 80th anniversary of the participation of the U.S. 14th Air Force in China's War of Resistance Against Japanese Aggression. Moyer said, The Flying Tigers is the history that should remain with us, not be forgotten. As one of the few surviving veterans of the Flying Tigers, he is willing to do whatever he can to contribute to improving relations between the two countries. The Chinese people have never forgotten this chapter of history. A statue of General Claire Chenault stands in the Museum of the War of Chinese People's Resistance Against Japanese Aggression in Beijing. At the entrance of the military museum in Liuzhou, a life-size replica of the P-40C fighter plane with its shark-nosed design and the winged Flying Tiger's emblem on its fuselage, vividly showcases the heroic history of the Flying Tigers resisting the Japanese invaders on Chinese soil. The P-40 was the workhorse of the U.S. Air Force during the war and the first aircraft used by the Flying Tigers. In January 1942, the Chinese-American Composite Wing, a Chinese-U.S. Joint Air Task Force, was formed in Guilin, Guangxi. In Kunming, Yunnan, the city where the Flying Tigers first took to the skies in combat and where their headquarters was located, landmarks like the Flying Tigers Building, Flying Tigers Avenue, the Flying Tigers Memorial Museum, the Flying Tigers Elementary School, Flying Tigers-themed restaurants, and even Flying Tigers-themed cookies have long been an integral part of the daily life of local people. Nell Calloway, granddaughter of Claire Chenault, said, Chinese have appreciation for what the Americans were able to do, but I think in my mind, as Americans, we need to appreciate with the Chinese. She has been dedicated to promoting grassroots friendship between the U.S. and China for many years, offering deeper insights into the relationship between the two countries. She believes that U.S.-China relations are the most crucial bilateral ties in the contemporary world, and how these relations are handled correctly is deeply rooted in history. During the war, General Chenault led the Flying Tigers in close collaboration with the Chinese people, and in peacetime, everyone has the responsibility to watch out for and assist each other. Callaway mentioned that many young Americans lack understanding of the history of the Flying Tigers and have limited opportunities for face-to-face -face exchanges with Chinese youth. She believes that if more Americans can come to China, they will better experience the warmth and hospitality of the Chinese people. Moreover, the American dream and the Chinese dream are, to a large extent, interconnected, both aspiring to create a peaceful and prosperous life for future generations. Calloway said that 15-year-old Jackson Long gained a deeper understanding of his great-grandfather Clifford R. Long and the Flying Tigers through his visit to China. This was his first time in China, 
and prior to this trip, his great-grandfather seldom discussed this history with the family due to a reluctance to revisit harsh wartime memories. As a result, Jackson had limited knowledge about his great-grandfather and the Flying Tigers. Visiting places such as the Museum of the War of Chinese People's Resistance Against Japanese Aggression in Beijing, the Kunming Flying Tigers Memorial Museum, the former site of the Flying Tigers headquarters, and engaging in in-depth discussions with other descendants of the Flying Tigers during his trip helped him piece together the memories of his great-grandfather and the legacy of the Flying Tigers. Jackson Long said, Honestly, it makes me happy knowing that my great-grandfather fought to protect you guys, adding that his journey has brought him immense satisfaction, yet there is still much history and emotion to slowly process. His friends are also eager for him to share his experiences in China. He said, I will start from the first day and just tell them everything that I learned and everything I saw. Harry Moyer revealed that the Sino-American Aviation Heritage Foundation and related organizations are advancing the Flying Tigers Heritage Program, aiming to use the Flying Tigers as a bridge to foster more exchanges and interactions between schools in the U.S. and China. Moreover, they aspire to make young people from countries around the world, including India and Russia, aware of the Flying Tigers and continue to create new stories. He has high expectations for the new generation, saying, All we can do is help the new generations with our basic story, and they have to pick it up and expand it and listen to it, understand it, and pass it on. My expectations are very, very big, and I hope they are fulfilled. Well, that's the end of our podcast. Our theme music is by the famous film score composer Rock Chun. We want to thank our writer, Chun Jin, translator Du Guodong, and copy editor Kathleen Nadell. And thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, please tell a friend so they too can understand the context. Oh, 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 oh